Welcome to the Property Deal Finance Podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to raise the money needed for property development and investment. Whether you're looking to buy properties at auction, convert commercial properties into flats, or buy land to develop or anything in between, this podcast will teach you how to raise the finance you need to achieve your property goals. Join our host, Matthew Wiseman, director at The Money Hub, as he shares expert information covering bridging finance, buy-to-let mortgages, and development finance. Plus, he'll be joined by experienced industry professionals sharing their knowledge. So, whether you're an experienced property developer or someone just starting out, this show is your roadmap to help you make money from property. Hello, uh, today we're talking about how to buy properties at auction. So this is a type of area that we work a lot in. So today I just want to go through um, some key points all around how to buy properties uh, that are for sale through auctions. So the structure of today is going to be, uh, we're going to sort of have an introduction to uh, the Money Hub, which is I'm the director of. Uh, we're going to go through type of auctions there are. So you've got the traditional method and the modern method as well. Uh, we've then got the different sort of prices uh, that apply at auctions, um, key features of bridging finance, which is commonly used to buy at auctions, uh, example of how bridging finance is used, uh, and key points to consider before making any bids. So let's just uh, sort of start off with, say, I'm uh, Matthew Wiseman, Director at The Money Hub. Uh, we are an FCA authorised uh, mortgage and finance brokerage uh, covering both regulated products, which is for people's homes, as well as non-regulated products, which is people buying properties as a, as a business uh, to make money. Uh, so, yeah, we will cover all types of finance. We do the residential mortgages, plus we do the buy-to-let mortgages, the HMO mortgages, the multi-lets, uh, bridging finance, development finance, commercial mortgages. Um, and this recording obviously has been done on the 14th of December. Uh, and obviously any information that I provide here may change over time. Um, but let's sort of start with how do you go about buying properties at auction? And first of all, what type of auctions are there? So the traditional auction uh, that you have is a traditional property auction is if you do put your hand up and you win the bid, uh, you will put down a 10% deposit uh, there and then, and you exchange on the property there and then. You then get 28 days to complete on the transaction. So it's very sort of quick and you commit on the day of, of winning the bid. Uh, the other type of uh, auction property is what they're known as the modern method auction. So here, if you do win uh, the bid on the property, you will pay a reservation fee, which is typically around sort of 5%. You then get 28 days to actually exchange on the property. Uh, and then you get a further 28 days to actually complete on the property. So they're the two different types of auctions that we uh, that we come across. So when you go to uh, look at properties that are for sale through auctions, you'll see a guide price. So this is a price uh, that has been uh, put together with the sort of seller, the auction house, et cetera. Uh, and they've obviously looked at properties that have been sold in auctions previously, properties that have a sale on the market of similar sort of makeup, similar condition, et cetera. Um, and that's kind of how they get to this sort of guide price that they can put on this property. It's also linked into the reserve price. So the reserve price is not actually disclosed, um, but this is a price that the seller will say, I want the property sold for no, no more, or sorry, no less than this price. So this is a minimum price that the property can be sold for. 
uh, and it will be within 10% of the guide price. Uh, and if this figure is not reached, the property will not be sold. Uh, and then obviously you get the, the sold price. Uh, now this is a winning bid price. Uh, and this on average tends to be within 15 to 25% of the guide price. So if you're considering buying properties at auction, it is certainly worth um, you know, factoring kind of what would your budget be if you went up to 25% above the guide price, would the figure still work for you there? Um, you know, have a good run through the numbers uh, before you go to any auctions and, and certainly start bidding. So as I sort of touched upon already, um, people use bridging finance to buy properties at auction, um, typically because it's a struggle to get a traditional mortgage through in place because of the sort of timeframes in place. It's certainly with a traditional uh, auction where you've got 28 days to complete. So with bridging finance, uh, one of the key features of this is speed. You know, you can get a property completely purchased within that 28-day mark. And also bridging finance is very bespoke. Uh, every property is different. Every project is different. Uh, and, and bridging finance has that flexibility within it. Now, you can raise bridging finance on both residential properties and semi and fully commercial properties as well. Um, and really, no matter what the condition is, you know, if it's uninhabitable uh, and in poor, uh, poor condition, bridging finance will allow you to, to purchase it. You know, they will lend against that uh, type of property. And, and say, when I mentioned, obviously, um, bridging finance is quite bespoke, you know, to give an example of that, uh, you may want to buy a property at auction that's currently commercial type property. And the idea is, is to buy it and then you want to um, change it into residential flats possibly. So bridging finance would allow you to sort of do that. They'll be comfortable with that. Um, or you may see a house that's for sale and you see the opportunity there to purchase that and maybe turn that into a HMO. Again, bridging finance, they're comfortable with that. Whereas your traditional lending, um, they don't like these sort of changes to the asset, etc. Um, typically, bridging finance is £50,000 plus, and typically you can get, say, up to 75% gross uh, on the sort of purchase price um, when, when looking at buying an auction. Now, you sometimes can um, borrow more money than that um, if you have additional security that you can use. So if you own other assets, um, you know, we could... Uh, put charges against those assets as well as the one you're buying uh, to increase the amount that you're borrowing overall. Now, with a lot of properties, um, because there's a, a lot of um, works due to be uh, done on the property, you know, a lot of refurbishment works, etc. You know, some developers will choose to or have the facility themselves personally to to pay for these re refurbishment costs. Um, but on the right deals, uh, lenders are actually willing to provide money, not only towards the purchase price, but actually towards the refurbishment costs. So in some cases, the lenders can provide up to 100% of the actual refurbishment costs that will be needed on the property. Uh, now, typically, we see terms, uh, a bridging finance term of about 12 months uh, is a sort of typical term that we see. Um, you certainly want to be careful that you don't go past that sort of 12 months. So you can go a bit longer than that on, on certain projects, but typically we see terms of 12 months, um, but you can always redeem it a lot earlier, uh, generally without any redemption fees with most lenders. Bridging finance, uh, you know, whether you're an experienced developer or inexperienced, uh, there's lenders that can, can certainly help. 
Uh, if you're an expat, um, you know, they still would consider lending to yourself as well. Um, and so if you have bad credit registered against yourself, such as missed payments, um, lenders would be willing to uh, still consider you for, for borrowing. It all depend, it depends really upon what level of bad credit has been registered. So we would certainly go into a lot more detail and ask questions around that. Um, and certainly once you as a borrower gets established with um, certain lenders, you know, if the projects in the past have worked really well, you can sometimes get reduced rates on uh, repeat clients, etc. offered with lenders. So they're the sort of key features of bridging finance. And hopefully you can see that it can be a real benefit if you kind of um, can use these products, understand them, and it can be a real good benefit and allow you to maybe, uh, if you do spot an opportunity, to, um, to proceed with that really. So let's just take an example of how bridging finance might work if you was to buy a property at auction. So let's just say the purchase price is £200,000. Uh, in this example here, uh, the lender would give a gross loan of £153,000. So that's about 76.5%. Uh, now, the way in which uh, bridging loans work is you get the gross loan. So that's the maximum exposure that the lender wants <laughs> to yourself on this deal. So £153,000. But then that is what the gross loan would be over a full 12-month period. So you kind of then need to start working backwards now. So in this example, the lender would have £3,000 worth of lender fee. Now, with the majority of bridging loans, the monthly payments are actually rolled into the loan. So 12 months worth of payments have been factored in to that gross loan figure of 153,000. Uh, and there's also a lender legal fees as well of 900 pound, again, included in the gross loan. And this is over a 12 month term. So if the maximum the lender wants to borrow is 153,000, you then start deducting the lender fees and 12 months worth of payments, et cetera, and the lender legal fees. So the actual amount they're gonna to release to you day one is 133,400. So as much as the lender is willing to lend up to 76.5%, they actually will only give you 66.7% day one because everything starts getting added on top of that. So day one, you will actually receive 133,400, which would therefore mean you need to put a deposit down of 66,600 in order to actually complete on the transaction. Um, Obviously, research is key. You know, do your plenty of research on the property itself and the local area. Uh, be fully aware of all the associated fees, including the auctioneer's fees as well. Um, with every sort of bridging loan, um, you know, have a clear exit plan in place. Yes, you're going to use this finance to purchase the property, um, but what are your plans then? If you're going to refurbish it and add value, so okay, so then once the project's complete, what will you then do? Will you be selling the property? And that's your exit plan. Okay, great. What will be the final sort of sale value, et cetera? Um, if you do intend to keep the property long-term, which some people do, you might be looking to therefore refinance it onto a buy-to-let mortgage. Um, so that buy-to-let mortgage, um, how do the figures look? Is the rental income going to be enough uh, for you to remortgage onto? Uh, will it allow you to raise money to take some of your money back out of the property as well? So again, just have a clear exit plan in place. Uh, and sometimes say have a, have a couple of options really is certainly key really. Um, have a contingency in place. So if the project overruns on cost, 
Have you got sort of safety nets around you uh, of money that you can tap into if needed? Um, time frame, you know, get a full schedule of works of how long it's going to take uh, to complete the renovations uh, and give you pl- yourself plenty of time to sell the property. And if you did go to sell the property and it values up less than you expected, how would that work on the figures, etc.? Just sort of plan out these sort of scenarios um, so you're fully aware of everything that you're sort of stepping into. Fully read the legal pack, uh, get advice on that. Um, and I would certainly say, you know, uh, get a real sort of professional team around you uh, that uh, you have researched, that you're confident in their ability. You know, these might be people like a contractor, for example, uh, your finance broker, um, a conveyancer that you intend to use, architect, for example. Uh, you know, it's key to have a real professional team around you uh, who you can confidently get a good advice uh, from. So I've gone through quite a lot of detail there in relation to how a bridging loan works, how you can buy an auction. Um, if you do have any uh, particular projects that you want to discuss, uh, please visit our website, which is um, themoneyhub.co.uk, um, and you can fill out an inquiry form. Uh, but yeah, it'd be really great to, to work yourself if, if needed. But say, hopefully this video has been helpful and um, wish you all the best. Thank you. If you'd like more information or have a property deal that you'd like to discuss your finance options for, head over to our website, themoneyhub.co.uk, where you can submit an inquiry form and schedule a callback. For further expert knowledge, make sure you subscribe to stay updated with every new episode.